You're listening to the Agency X Podcast, and I'm your host, John Sertakowski, founder and CEO at Avex, an e-commerce agency for high-growth brands. My goal is to provide insight into e-commerce, technology, business, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe to be notified about new episodes and visit our website, avexdesigns.com. So today we are talking about a brand new announcement from Shopify, something that the entire ecosystem is definitely looking into and talking about, which is commerce components. Uh, Commerce components is something really new, and I'm kind of just going to go pull up the landing page and some information about uh, this new composable stack for enterprise retail brands uh, to dive into a few different things that I think are really interesting. So uh, the modern composable stack for enterprise retail. Uh, apparently, uh, enterprise retailers can now build with the same components Shopify uses to power 10% of all U.S. e-commerce storefronts, including the world's best converting checkout and fastest storefronts, uh, per the Commerce Components landing page, which I'll make sure to link below. Uh, Shopify also announced that I believe Mattel um, is going to migrate all of their properties over to Shopify, and I believe they're going to be using commerce components, uh, something that I think Shopify will be speaking a lot about in the future. So what are commerce components? So basically, commerce components is Shopify's answer not only to headless, but to um, the entire composable commerce approach that a lot of larger brands are taking. Um, So instead of having to migrate completely over to Shopify, you'll be able to use certain components within Shopify, which I think is going to be really big for a lot of brands who were not happy with certain limitations or aspects of Shopify, but they may have loved checkout or how products are organized or um, the B2B component or internationalization, etc. You can now use these different components on other storefronts. So Shopify's landing page for Composable Commerce talks a little bit about the integrations that are available. So at a high level, You'll have your storefront, which can utilize things like Adobe or Contentful, etc. And then you could have your back office, which even uses things like Salesforce or NetSuite and Google and Microsoft and various other things without having to migrate your entire tech stack over to Shopify. So you'll be able to use, if you want, hydrogen and oxygen or something else and maybe mix that with checkout. Maybe you liked a lot of aspects of um, of what Shopify offers, but there's certain things that you um, that wouldn't meet your business's needs. You can now use those different components. So, I definitely see this being something that larger enterprise brands will be interested in, and that is the demographic. This is Shopify's answer to true enterprise e-commerce brands doing 300 500 million gmv this is not for the smaller d2c brands doing 1 to 50 million Um, you know those brands could do just fine with shopify plus or with hydrogen oxygen they don't need to be able to do 
um, composable commerce, right? So larger enterprise brands think Supreme, who just recently migrated to Shopify, or some of the other brands that are currently on Shopify that might have a slightly custom or, or different uh, infrastructure than say just like you know a regular Shopify Plus store or even Headless. So looking at Steve Madden or Spanx or Staples, Glossier of course that moved over recently. These are brands that need a more complex infrastructure to support their sophisticated businesses. They might be some might be a brand that would be interested in something like this. So just to get it out of the way, this is not a separate offering for smaller D2C brands or small businesses. This is for enterprise brands. Uh, some of the things that I see being really interesting here are checkout. So larger brands may want to utilize Shopify's checkout because it is very high converting, it is very fast, and it has shop pay. You can now do that while being on a headless or custom homegrown system or Salesforce Commerce Cloud, et cetera. Now, this is a huge play for Shopify. Why? Because all of those brands that were not migrating over due to quote unquote limitations or you know maybe they felt that Shopify wasn't flexible enough for them can now move over and Shopify will be able to take a percentage of that checkout. So that's huge, not only for Shopify, but of course for the merchants, for those larger merchants who want to utilize Shopify checkout or shop pay, et cetera. Other things that I think are very interesting is internationalization. That could be very difficult for a larger brand. They can move much faster with components by leveraging some of the different components within Shopify for, let's say, spinning up an international version of their brand. Um, without having to migrate the whole tech stack there and utilize certain things that they're currently using. Um, other things that I think could be very interesting would be the B2B aspect. So spinning up a new B2B instance without having to move everything over to Shopify could also be very attractive to larger brands who now want to spin up a B2B store um, and move a lot faster to do so. So those are some things that I think are going to be really interesting there. Due to either the recession, the economy, or where things are going, I think it goes without saying that most companies, if they're smart, are trying to limit overhead. Enterprise brands are doing the same thing, and their tech stack costs are likely very high. This could be extremely attractive to be able to lower the costs of development and deployment um, to be able to get something up a lot faster and a lot more affordably. And we're not talking about saving uh, you know, a few hundred thousand or a few million here. A lot of these brands might be spending 20, 30, 50, 100 million a year on their tech stack. So if they're able to cut costs by 10%, 25%, 50%, you're talking about tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars that they could be saving uh, by reducing the cost of their tech stack. So that's something that could be really promising. Um, again, this is not for the smaller brands that are growing on DDC. I wouldn't even consider this if your brand is much smaller. Composable Commerce is a more enterprise-type solution. It's for a more sophisticated business. Uh, but, but those larger brands will find this very attractive. And this is an enterprise offering that a lot of merchants have been waiting for. Because Shopify talked about enterprise in the past, and 
you know, there were some enterprise brands on Shopify Plus. They might have been using um, Headless or Hydrogen or some form of that. Uh, but now they can truly utilize different aspects of Shopify that they weren't able to in the past because they didn't want to move their whole, whole tech stack over. And we've had conversations with brands who were like, well, look, we love checkout. We love um, the ease of the content management system. We love the speed. All of those things are great, but it doesn't do X, Y, and Z. It limits us here. Uh, we don't have access to this. Well, now they could start using the things that they really like about Shopify without having to completely move over and lose the things that they like about their current tech stack or about a different platform. So for Shopify themselves, I think the biggest thing here is going to be cart and checkout. That's where they're going to make the most money. That's where they're going to get a lot of the brands interested. And that's probably the biggest play and the biggest push here is being able to get brands to use checkout because that, you know, taking a percentage or having them use ShopPay is going to be huge. This also can compete with Amazon. Amazon has their pay button, which I, I don't even know if they're still using right now, but, you know, other competitors spinning up or starting to do certain pay buttons that are going to compete with ShopPay, this is a direct competitor to that because now you could start using the entire checkout on your storefront. And that's where, you know, ShopPay comes in. So I, I think that's going to be one of the biggest pieces here. Um, some other things that, that kind of stood out besides payments um, and besides just like speed and ease of use, um, you know, cross-border selling, subscriptions, custom data models, discounts, customer data, all of these little components brands could start leveraging in their current tech stack. And Shopify kind of breaks it up into like six different categories as far as the storefront API, cart and checkout, core commerce, data and compliance, shipping and logistics, and omni-channel. You know, those are extremely important to a lot of merchants, both big and small. Uh, but now with commerce components, I, I think we're going to see a lot of larger brands considering Shopify where they weren't considering them before. Now, again, this is all really new, so a lot more information could be coming out soon. Um, the website to check out if you want to learn more is shopify.com slash commerce dash components uh, and has a, a bunch of information on all of the different components that are available. It doesn't get too in, in depth right now um, because we're just starting to learn a little bit more about it. Uh, but I, I don't think it is a coincidence that the announcement for Supreme moving to Shopify and commerce components coming out at the same time, I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, Shopify has a, a list of some really great brands that are, are leveraging um, components, uh, as mentioned before, Steve Madden, Spanx, Staples, Glossier, Mattel, et cetera. They're also listing like Allbirds on there and some other really large brands um, that might be using certain aspects of this. So my guess is that Shopify has been working with some of these brands for some time now, um, utilizing components. And now, you know, they've realized that this is something that is going to help them go much further up market. Uh, additionally, you know, there's been a lot of acquisitions in the Shopify agency space. Um, a lot of larger entities purchasing Shopify agencies. Uh, WPP made an acquisition and uh, Accenture made acquisitions. 
you know, and they work with extremely larger brands. And I think it was uh, Rick Watson posted something on LinkedIn talking about this where, hey, if, if, if they're going to want them using Shopify, they're going to have to meet the needs of these larger enterprise brands. And uh, Shopify has been talking about this for quite a while now. And I do think that um, this has a lot of potential. We've yet to see everything that it does, but it absolutely has a lot of potential. And I do think a lot of the brands that we work with, as well as some other brands that we've spoke with in the past, would be interested in leveraging components. Um, again, need more information. We're going to be working with Shopify. We're going to be diving into this. Um, and as more information comes out, I'll make sure to uh, keep everyone posted. Uh, but uh, very interesting about what Shopify is releasing, really still trying to innovate, keep up with, um, and well, not only keep up, but lead the charge in e-commerce. Uh, and it's a really exciting time to be able to leverage some new technology. Uh, composable commerce has been something that I've been personally interested in outside of just headless. It's a really interesting approach. We've had some, uh, we're having conversations right now with some brands who are uh, taking a more composable approach. And I think this is going to meet the needs of some of those brands. Uh, so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about commerce components or it's something that you've considered for your brand or your organization, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to discuss and see if, uh, if it's a good fit. Um, again, really excited about this. And as more information comes out, make sure to keep you posted. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Agency X podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please make sure to subscribe. If you want to learn more about our services, you can find me on LinkedIn. You could also find me on Twitter at Jay Serta or visit our website, avixdesigns.com.